Hi, this is Chooch. And this is Viv. From the Beyond the Wall podcast. And you're listening to The Melting Podcast. You're listening to The Melting Podcast. A writing variety show featuring a little of everything. From everyone. Everywhere. Hello, lexiconosaurs and word chefs. I am Erin Kazmark, your grill mistress, and it's just me. This is episode 66 of the Melting Podcast. Only three episodes away from a dirty joke. So seeing as it's only me, I feel like we have this conversation every time. But when AF's not here, the grill mistress has fun. And when I have fun, it means you get to have fun listening to us. Having way too much fun and making way too many mistakes and pretty much just enjoying making this podcast. And also failing at it. Horribly. If you don't know where I'm going with this, you should, unless you're new. Hi. I'm awesome. I'm the important one. Always remember that. But anyway, I digress. I think it's time for a serving of our botched recipes. Enjoy. Greetings, Gus. It is I, Chris Lester, your Professor Crackle, here for the latest in the exciting adventures of Crackle and Bang, which really sounds like it should be something on Nobilis's podcast. Um, no, no, bad. Put put that away. Aaron, put it down. <clears throat> put the clicker down. <gasps> Okay, clicker clicker is gone. You can still reach it. Are you really surprised? No, not at all. Tell them what the what the whole what boils my pot segment. Let me try talking again. <laughs> and I didn't even have to interrupt you that time. The blessing of the cheese with Rainy. Rainy, shut up. And bring you some measure of peace as you face the hardships that lay in your path. This is a cat scratching at the door. Cersei Lannister, stop it! I apologize for my terrible, terrible accent. Alright, how do you want to start? Food critic. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This episode doesn't have a number. Unless you want to call it Patreon. Patreon only episode 2017. (gasps) Okay. No more sniffles. No more hand ribbons. I don't like that. <laughs> Mr. Sadiq nodded, and then Cersei wouldn't stop scratching at the door. And we have the... Mm. The mistakes? The mistakes? No. And <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah. Yeah! I'm gonna say the thing. Yeah, say the thing. I'm gonna say the thing. This is the Patreon episode 2017. Welcome. Damn. (laughs) 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 On the Spreadshirt website, 
which again can be found elsewhere, and I don't remember it. Shop.spreadshirt.com. You're not here. It's all right. I love you. I love you too. You were looking at the cat when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you too. Don't gesture at my breasts. Okay. Do you want me to do the Dexter thing again? Yeah, go ahead and just do one more. Let me, <laughs> Let me finish my solo. Narrow, 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 narrow. Make sure the mic is recording again. I did. Hey, did I get my solo? Yes. Yay! Now you understand, good lady. The cheese blesses you, and the cat scratches. Now all that's left is to tell them what they can do for us. Yeah, I mean, this really was a, a good long episode. It's been a while since we've had one that's that's been this length without being, you know, a panel. That's what she said? I'm not leaving that in. Oh. <laughs> Unless I can't edit it out. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. I feel better now. <laughs> Hot girls fart too. Do you want me to wait till after this noise? Yes, please. Okay. So, how are you? You've been hanging out with me for like the last hour or two. You know how I am. You're full of pizza. Homemade keto pizza. Mm-hmm. Nom 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 nom. And it is done. Mr. Sadiq declared... Mr. S- Mr. Sadiq... Oh, my bloody damn. The subway was crowded, and every eye on every passenger twitched left to right in a quick sassade as the headline passed directly in front of all of them, visible to each individual as clearly as if a max def... Max def... Max def... This That's is a, a long really sentence. really long sentence. Get to your mind. I wrote this back in college, okay? Yeah. This story's at least 10 years old. This is a paragraph, sir. <laughs> Not a sentence. Yeah, I've learned. To use punctuations? <laughs> to use, yeah, periods. Do you ever break the rule of three? Whenever you do a list, you do three things. It's always three. I know. <laughs> I do. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. I have to consciously stop. Catch like, it. Yeah, like, shit, shit, shit. Shit. shit, shit, and shit. Yeah. Damn it. Shit, shit, poo, and crap. Ooh, four. Great. What are we starting with? Well, so what are we starting with? Well, we have a story. Yay. About a lady who was bringing up three very lovely chefs. Oh, so it's about me? All of them had toques of gold. No. Like their mother. I don't. The youngest one named Hef. At least a rival chef. <laughs> Why? Why do we let you be a person? Here's a story of a man named Jimmy who was busy with three chefs of his own. Apparently your name is now Jimmy. <laughs> they were four chefs living all together. It's five of us. Yet they did things. <laughs> Until the one day when the lady met the Jimmy. <laughs> that was before the Not the guy. Ready. The Jimmy. <laughs> and they knew that this was something that would last. That this group would make the disaster kitchen. 
That's the way that we became Melting Podcast. Melting Podcast. Okay, this is dumb. Melting Podcast. I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> Don't hit me, please. Oh, so our next episode is going to be podcast. The death Chris- and funeral of AF Grappin. <laughs> Live. It's just, it's just, I know that no matter what, people are going to hear this. Because even if it doesn't end up in the Patreon only, It'll it's going to end up in the bloopers. You yeah. singing that song. Yeah. And also me singing my little song uh-huh. earlier. Yeah. My little head <laughs> My little My little podcast. <laughs> my little podcast. I will kill you. My little podcast. I used to wonder what my life could be. My little podcast. Until you all shared your stories with me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we each had good ones. What was his? I didn't hear his. Oh, um. Something about stories. Yes, until you all shared your stories with me. Aww. (laughs) Until I am through my (laughs) Yeah. Lots of wording. Tons of fun. Okay, if nothing else, Veronica Jaguar is going to know exactly what's going on right now. Uh, yeah. Well, she's not a Patreon backer, but hopefully hope well, this, this will end up in bloopers. bloopers. We'll just point her at it anyway. Or point it at her. Throw it at her. Throw her the bloopers! <laughs> like the mic. Smack her in the words. face with it. I don't want to smack her in the face. I, I, I lovingly uh, lovingly caress, caress her, her face <laughs> with it. I smear words on you. It's like a soothing <laughs> face mask of words what and meaning. happening right now? <laughs> I, we've completely lost track of where we were. No, I don't and... care. Well, now that we've showed all of you what incompetent, um, redacted we are, I think it's time to promote somebody else, don't you? Okay. Once upon a time, there was a girl who lived in a little village far away. I've got this friend, Joelle, right? Sam. I know how to get there. It just takes the right story, that's all. Once upon a time, I'm looking for my friend. Getting to Elfland isn't the same as getting into Elfland. You must tell me a story. One which I have never heard before. Elfland. Fairy. Avalon. Tirnanog. When you read enough fairy tales, you learn how things work. When you are ready. Six Stories Told at Night. Part audio drama, part storytelling, all Canadian fairy tales. Find out more at ktbrisky.com. That's K-T-B-R-Y-S-K-I dot com. All right, that was informative. And intriguing. Best kind of thing to be when you're a promo. So, AF may not actually be here on this episode. But we do have some material including AF, and this would be one of my favorite segments, The Food Critic. So enjoy this. I am The Food Critic. Also known as... Zap Brannigan. No. (laughs) Oh, I'm AF Grappin. Hey. Hi. Hey. And we're going to listen to you critique something. Oh, yeah. I have opinions. This, This is, um... This is off to an auspicious start. I have opinions. <laughs> Here's hoping they are actually worth something. That's that's not up to me. I mean, you choose whether or not my opinions are worth anything. So, I just, so basically, if I, I don't like it or I disagree, I can just... Wrong! Well, not necessarily wrong, but you can at least, you know, you don't have to act on it. 
Right. Yeah. So anyway, so this is a food critic segment. Would you care to explain that? Yes, food critic segments are where we critique food in the form of word books. Seriously, we're going to be listening to you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's where Erin and I discuss a book that I have recently read, and she's asking questions about it, I'm describing it, and basically just reviewing a book live. It's reviewing a book live. Yeah. You know, for an author, you have problems with the word thing. I have no problems with word books. Well, reader, listener, because apparently you can be both. Listen on and find out if uh, Gus really does have opinions on word books. I have opinions. So what is it we're going to be critiquing today? Uh, we're going to be critiquing the Terra Gambit, which is book eight of the Empire of Bones series by Terry Mixon. We've reviewed, I'm wanting to say we actually reviewed book one like mm -hmm. a year or two ago. And I think we reviewed somewhere around maybe book four or five. Mm -hmm. um, but number eight... I just finished, and number nine was just released as of the day of this recording. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't have the audio version for it yet, but I'm, I'm ready for – number nine is called Hidden Enemies. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to that. So explain a little about the book. What's What okay. kind of genre is this? Um, this is Space Marine sci-fi. Mm -hmm. It's very – I mean, obviously, this is, you know, one book in a series. You could technically just pick this one up and be okay, but you really do want the background of what's so going on. So it could be a standalone. It could be. It wouldn't function very well as one, but it could conceivably be one. Okay. Um, you would want to at least pick, like, if you were going to pick up in the middle, you'd want to pick up, like, book six first. If mm -hmm. you want to make this one to make sense. Um, but long story short, what's happened so far in the series, and this is going to be some minor spoilers. I'll try to keep it as little spoiler as possible, but this is going to go ahead and be your spoiler alert. If you have not read the Empire of Bones series up to book eight and you want to, we and might you want to avoid spoilers. We might accidentally let some things slip. So by your, we, we mean you. Yeah, there's so there's your little bit of a spoiler. But um, so our two main characters in this series are Jared Mertz. Mm -hmm. And Kelsey Bandar. Mm -hmm. Kelsey is the crown princess of the new Terran Empire. Mm -hmm. Jared Mertz is her half-brother, the Emperor's bastard son. Mm -hmm. And long story short, they have reconciled their differences and are working together to save the new Terran Empire from the old Terran Empire, which they've recently realized is not destroyed like they thought. It's Well, that's fun. It's been taken over by sentient alternate intelligences. Yay! Yeah. So here's the biggest spoiler as of right now. In book six, we actually had to split the party. Mm -hmm. So um, Kelsey and some of her crew have had to basically take a long, the scenic route to get back home. <laughs> So book seven revolves around them. Book eight is back with Jared, his crew, and what's going on while they're waiting for Kelsey and her crew to get back. Mm -hmm. okay. um, they're the ones who have a certain – the knowledge of a certain weapon that will be able to override the AIs mm -hmm. and bring them back under control. Okay. So, so that's where we are right now. So what age group would you pin this as? Um, I would say young adult at the youngest – Okay. Um, there are some, there's nothing graphic. Okay. Um, there's, there's, there's been some bits and pieces of violence, but for a sci-fi, it's not overly gory. It's not gruesome. There, there is a romance element, but there's again, nothing overly graphic. Okay. So it, yeah, a, a, a mature teenager, mid-teen would definitely be able to handle this. All right. 
So going with all of the usual questions, mm-hmm. um, pacing. The pacing was a little slower than what I'm accustomed to with this series. Mm-hmm. I'm used to things being very action, action, action. This one felt like it was holding its breath for a lot. Part of that could have been because of one of the plot conflicts that we had in this particular book. Again, I'm probably going to be saying it a lot, but spoiler alert. Since we actually don't have Kelsey in this book because she is, you know, separate from the people we're, we're focusing on, um, we've actually run into a an alien in the book, I'm wanting to say six, that can is basically a nexus point for all possible universes. Mm-hmm. And has actually brought a Kelsey from an alternate universe to this one. Oh, my. So part of, I think, what's holding things back is that we're getting to know this new Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Which I don't want to say evil Kelsey because she isn't evil. She's just no, different, different. Kelsey. She's other Kelsey to me. So I, I felt like that was a little bit slower because we were basically re-meeting a character that we really already know. But we don't know because it's not really her. And it's just, it, it, felt, okay. it felt a little sluggish getting started that way. Okay. Um, what about characters? Well, I mean, these are very established characters. Jared in particular is, he's a wonderful character. I love him. He's very, very in-depth. Um, seeing him through other Kelsey's eyes was actually, I don't want to say an eye-opener, but it was uh, interesting. very, very different because in her universe, Jared is very different. Mm-hmm. So we had, that was one of the conflicts that we had interpersonally was was that. Um, other main characters we had, we had Sean Meyer, who was one of his, uh, one of Jared's uh, higher ups. Um, we actually got to meet his other and they got to meet each other, which was interesting. Oh my. We actually got to run into some characters that we haven't seen since earlier in the series when in our universe they died. Ah. So it's, so the characterization was definitely something more complicated than I'm accustomed to in a book, which in some ways I really liked. Mm-hmm. It was nice to kind of have that revisitation of people that we hadn't seen in a long time. Did you feel like they were all well fleshed out characters, realistic, believable? I I do. Um, honestly, the biggest issue I had was with some of the other universe characters. Mm-hmm. Um, just because this would have been the first book where we didn't have Kelsey to suddenly have an alternate version of her felt a little forced. Okay. And and that may just be from my own perspective. It probably is. It just from and maybe from an author's perspective. I don't want to say it felt cheap because it wasn't. There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. But but just for me personally, it was a little dissatisfying. Okay. I love Kelsey, but I, it would have been nice to have a little bit of a break from her, especially mm-hmm. since she was so central to book seven this way. Yeah. Um, as far as other characters being well developed. We had a little bit more character development in some of our already established characters, but so many alternate universe ones took the forefront in where there was personal development mm-hmm. that I felt like our regular people got a little, little, yeah. uh, what's the word I'm looking Lift for? Behind. Shafted. Yeah. <laughs> they got, they got a little bit robbed here. Okay. So it was good in, in, it was like, it was almost good in the wrong ways. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. I think so. <laughs> we'll take it. All right. So. We've been through our major points. Mm-hmm. Um, so to our rating system, mm-hmm. from one to five spoons, mm-hmm. how many would you rate this book? On a scale of one to five spoons, I give it a solid four. That's respectable. It, 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 it had just enough of those little issues that just tweaked my brain the wrong way mm-hmm. that it didn't quite get the five. Some of the other books in the series have been five, and if I could have given more, I would have. This one felt like a little bit of a weaker link to me. 
Okay. I think maybe if I go and actually re-listen to everything again and, and prepared for it. Yeah, maybe with some yeah. more knowledge, it might make other things make more sense. Yeah, and I'm also really looking forward to book nine. So, I, I mean, it's it, it's definitely not a deal breaker. It's a very solid book. It's enjoyable. I missed the people I was supposed to miss. I didn't get to miss some of the people I had hoped to miss. <laughs> <laughs> but but still, very, very enjoyable. I'm loving where it's going. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just FYI, you can find the Terra Gambit, T-E-R-R-A, as in, you know, Earth, um, by Terry Mixon on Amazon.com and uh, Audible, read by Veronica Jagir. She's awesome. Yay, thee. And that's the last time you'll hear AF this episode. Except maybe in the outro or something post. I, um, yay! We had a food critic. That was awesome. If, if, um, if our head chef's critique inspired you at all to do your own critique, go critique us nicely with all the stars on iTunes. Seriously, it helps our visibility, helps other people see us, makes us feel really, really warm and fuzzy inside. So please do that. Something else you can do that makes us really warm and fuzzy inside and also, you know, means swag and awesome things for you is to go to patreon.com slash themeltingpotcast. You can become a patron for as little as $1 an episode all the way up to, I believe, 50 what that sort of thing leads to is equipment upgrades and our website and will hopefully lead us to become a paying market for our writers who send us stuff and for any guest voice actors we may have on the show. So you will also get at each level, there are varying levels of swag that you get, but all of our patrons get the once a year bonus episode that no one else gets to hear. And you want to hear it. Trust me, they're awesome. And if you just want swag, you know, because swag, you can go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash themeltingpodcast, and you can get, like, aprons with Lexiconosaur, or a mug with my adorable little face on it. So go check that out, find some fun stuff, and, you know, post a picture of you with your swag on our Facebook group. Speaking of, join our Facebook group. Like, really, guys, it's awesome. We're amazing there. You can actually see our faces. So this podcast cannot function without generous support from viewers like you. Oh, wait, I'm not on PBS. Never mind. But we really do need submissions from you guys. So if you would like, you could always submit a uh, what we call main ingredient story. That is 5,000 words or less. And it can be whatever you want it to be. No erotica, though, please. We do try to be safe for work. So, yeah, any subject matter you like, barring what I just said. Yeah, you could send us that. We like those. Also, you could send us flash fiction in the form of our Stoke the Fire stories. Those are 1,500 words or less, and they are based on whatever current prompts we have open. Those prompts currently are prompt number 16, the sounds on top of the roof suddenly stopped. Ooh, ominous sounds and all that. Now, I got to tell you guys, this one is going to be closing at the end of the month. So get your stories for that in now before it closes, because it's a really good prompt, guys. And then we also have prompt number 17. You have a dinosaur bodyguard. I'm not kidding. He's right behind you. (laughs) You looked, didn't you? That's great. (laughs) 
Well, I believe that is all the material I have for you today. I know, I know, sad times. But, you know, we do two episodes a month, so you don't have to wait much longer for me. And who knows, maybe I'll bring along the head chef who runs this. That would be nice. So, in order to shut me up, send us stuff, and we'll use it to feed the masses. Thank you for listening to The Melting Podcast. You can check out our website with submission guidelines and current prompts at themeltingpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Melting Podcast. Or you can email us themeltingpodcast at gmail.com. The Melting Podcast is released under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means you're free to copy it and share it as long as you don't change it don't sell it, and always link back to the website. Sound effects are by the Free Sound Project. And our theme is by Drew Rich Creek. Send us stuff! <laughs>